Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the FC 13 podcast. It's been so long. We miss you dearly. We are back. And since we're back and it's the start of the new season, we thought we'd do things just a little differently. And this time, it's time you get to meet the crew. Or the McCrew, I could say. We're going to go through and we're going to give you a little bit of a deep dive of what your hosts are like, things that you want to know about them, things that we don't even know about each other, and really figure out who is talking to you at the end of the day. We're going to start things off with the one, the only, Michael McCall. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we're starting off nice and strong. How are we boys doing? Feel good. This is um this is the first time we've all been in the same metaphorical room since like our um World Cup final episode, isn't it? This is like fucking when you watch the Avengers or something, they're all scattered across different planets and worlds and they come together at the end, you know? This is us still coming together just on the eve of like the um, soccer season in Canada for twenty twenty three. You know what this reminds me of? This this looks like a as a proper friendly. You know, we did a couple podcasts separately, getting our feet warm, and now we're back together. It's like the last friendly before the season, you put the actual team out on the field. This is what it is. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, we, we could do like the boys in the back of town if we could like get the licensing right. So yeah. if you, I think you can play like 10 seconds before getting sued. Yeah. So. <laughs> so depending on how I edit this, you might hear the boys are back in town at some point, but just a depending small on like Google search of legal <laughs> shit. See how brave we're feeling. Yeah. See if we can get canceled already from the start. Um, so basically we're calling it meet them a crew or I'm calling it that we might figure it out a little bit later, but we're really going to deep dive into each of the boys and what kind of makes us tick some questions that some of us have had and some of us have wanted to know about each other and, and really sort of give you the opportunity to see what your hosts are like. So with that being started, uh, Paul, did you want to kick it off? Um, yeah, sure. I just want to add in as well. So as well as there being questions from all of us here, we also have a question or two from Ian, one of our writers. We also have quite a few questions from Simon, one of the Behind Up the North podcast, although he's not here at the moment, I'm kind of living on the East Coast and I live out West and, you know, sorry, Simon, I had to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be throwing questions in from them as well. So it's not just me and Andre. You can, you can figure it out at home whose questions So I'm sure we may figure it out at some point. But um, yeah, I guess I'll start off. Um, Michael, um, my first question for you might sound like I'm sticking the boot in a little bit, but um, I I just want to ask. So um, Sunderland is a team you support, right? Yeah, that's my my number one when you come out of Canada. Yeah, so um, they're doing a little better now, but for years Sunderland were like the ultimate basket case club, particularly in the UK as well. Like what affected those years from like say the two thousand seven to two thousand and like nineteen? Like did that have in your fandom and did you ever like come to embrace that sort of like banter club label? Um, yes and no. I am um, like remember I've said this on the podcast before where I didn't get hardcore into Sony until like twenty fourteen or so. Um, so I mean I saw us spend a couple years in the Premier League and then we got relegated. Um, we spent about ten years in the Prem, right? Um. And, but no, going down and shitty owner after shitty owner or bad signing after bad signing, never questioned me. I mean, look what I'm wearing. I'm a Leaf fan. Loyalty is in my blood. Uh, I, I I am born to lose, apparently. Um, I've never seen any of my teams win a fucking championship ever. I've, I mean, I've seen them come close. Um, I mean, technically, I guess we could count Ottawa last year. I mean, until we get the trophy, it's hard to, it's hard to argue that. Um uh, yeah, I mean, oh, sorry, I saw Sunderland win the um, the uh, Papa John's trophy, so that was that was something. 
Hey, um, a trophy is a trophy. At the end of the day, a trophy is a trophy. But yeah, no, I never, I never saw us. Uh, I never knew. I never thought about like abandoning the club or anything like that. Um, but also that I accept the the banter. Uh, what was it, the word you used? The uh, the the banter club status. Yeah, I did in a sense. Um, I was in Sunderland, and I saw us lose a pretty good fashion in in the year when we got uh, relegated from Championship to League One. I was at a couple of those games that year, and uh, I saw us lose in good Sunderland fashion. I saw the fans go at it. I saw like a forty year old go for like a twelve year old kid. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Yeah, I saw. I saw a Sonnen fan take a shit in the stands. I, I was at that game. Yeah, I was there. Um, was that so, you? It wasn't me, no. But, oh, okay. um, I was I just at clear, the game. Just clear in the air before anyone makes any assumptions. Yeah, no, I was, was, I, I was at the game. The um, because I had more than just um, my uh, advent calendar chocolate that morning. And I had a proper breakfast, you know. This okay. guy got <laughs> shitted on one piece of chocolate and ate beer. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a rough ride. We're looking good this year, thank God. But... Um, that this is what the sport's about. Go, watching your team go through the shit times for when it actually does come, when you finally do come out on top, it just means so much more. Yeah. So, would you say like you, obviously with the 2014 being, it's like a fair, that's fairly new. I mean, yeah, it's about a, grand, t- a little bit less than 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's still new in, in fairness, that is still a decent amount of time. Is there anyone in particular that like, got you hooked like obviously i know it's a family thing why you got into sunday yeah, but was yeah. there like one thing that made that switch from like oh it's just a family thing to like now i'm obsessed uh, so what got me more obsessed was when ottawa fury got a team in ottawa i went to a couple pro games for the first time and again my dad always watched it my brother was into it and it's not that i wasn't into it i watched it. i just didn't care really i was like oh cool someone's playing i watch here and there they win cool they lose i don't i can go on with my day yeah um I remember watching some games with my dad and my brother and some fucking cool moments too. And I remember like just them getting so sucked in. I'm just sitting on the couch like, yeah, that's fun. Like, you know, like <laughs> we, we won. Um, but no, I, like, I remember watching um, when Darren Bent scored the, uh, the, the balloon goal against Liverpool. Uh, I was watching that with my dad and I remember that stuff. Um, so again, I always watch. It was just I just didn't care nearly. And what changed for me was when Ottawa got a team um, with the Ottawa Fury, and that really just sucked my fandom in, brought me down the rabbit hole, and I could never find my way out of it. Fair. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It makes all the difference how that local team, doesn't it? it like does. where I live I, right now, there's like yeah, yeah. Where I live right now, there's fucking nothing, and it's like <laughs> it makes it so much harder. If I wasn't oriented to soccer, I imagine to get into it here. So like. Yeah, that must help quite a bit. Short of you, um, short of you, Paul, going to like a, a high school kids game or something <laughs> like that, and just becoming an ultra for like an elementary school popping flares. I don't think you're really gonna have much. That'd be great. <laughs> Get a hooligan in that crowd. Yeah, Jimmy, kick it. I'll make, I'll make us uh, maybe one day, maybe one day see how desperate I get. So, um, so yeah, Michael, you're a you're a big Leafs fan. Don't right. worry, I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> What um, so what I've got written down here is um, is there anything soccer related that Sunderland or Ottawa could do that in your mind would eclipse the feeling of seeing Toronto win a Stanley Cup? Um, like for example, if I gave you the option of Toronto win a Stanley Cup or maybe Sunderland get to the Champions League, mm-hmm. yeah, which think, one would you take? I think it's I I think honestly just an FA Cup for Sunderland. 
Uh, I think Cup or even a league kind really? of, I think can match that. Um, I don't know, maybe because I support maybe a team that doesn't really win trophies for the last like 40, 50 years. Um, and every trophy matters. I mean, the Papa John's trophy, I didn't get emotional or anything, but I was happy to see it happen regardless of what it is because a trophy is a trophy. I think the FA Cup would be extremely special. Um, my dad was just a kid when Sunderland last won the FA Cup in 73, and that's something he thinks of very fondly of and something he could repeat. Like, he doesn't really talk about, like, potentially winning the league. He talks about, you know, that time they won the FA Cup. Um, obviously, winning the league would be huge. We haven't done that since, like, the 30s. So something like that would be absolutely massive. But I think you have to. I think when you're a fan of a team like Solon, you have to stay realistic and you you keep your head where it is. Like I, re I remember I was at a bar last summer, and I was saying to a guy because we were talking about the uh, the new Europa Conference League. I'm like, fuck it, I love it. Like right now, that's my dream. Solon get into the Premier League, have a good enough season, the top six, top seven, get to Conference League, and have a, some fucking European games. Like I would love that. Regardless of who we're playing, I don't give a shit. If we're playing fucking what's that team from Aspen, like Quarbog or whatever. I don't give a crap. Like that's <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't give a shit who it is. Like it's just so cool. And any European trophy matters, you know. Like Europe, Europe, uh, the Europa Conference is only two years old, but that means something to these lower teams. It drives me mental when like English clubs get like work so hard to get into the Europa League and then do whatever they can to get eliminated out of it as quickly as possible. Because <laughs> like yeah. yeah, like Europe is like creates some memories that last a lifetime. Like the run West Ham went on last year, like that's that's going to stick with the club much longer than like finishing eighth. You know exactly, hundred percent. Yeah, and when the when the Premier League is always so contested with the money, like the fact that Arsenal being a misnomer this year. It's, it's much more realistic to go in a good run in Europe than, you know, coming up and then immediately winning. Like, it's you're you're battling too many money houses. So, it, being in Europe, you're right. Like, that's that's a good feeling. Like, it's a really, really good feeling. Like, obviously, With, I want the best for us, right? It's like yeah. winning, winning the league, winning the FA Cup, going on the triple. I would fucking shit my pants and cry at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think most fans, I think you have to be realistic in most sense, right? And mm -hmm. if, I, if I suddenly got promoted next season, I'm not going to sit here but like, yeah, you know, the league's pretty much in our bag. You know? <laughs> no. Do you find, like, with that being, like, feeling-oriented, obviously the Sunderland and then Ottawa came in, this is kind of more of, like, a serious, hard-hitting question. Did you at any point kind of have a minute where you're like, you felt bad about supporting more than one team? So I am, I am very much one of those believers who, like... You support one team per league, 100%. Soccer's different, right? Because you have promotion and relegation. So when it comes mm -hmm. to soccer, I'm more of a one team per uh, continent, I'll give you. Now, okay. Andre, I know you're not the same as me. I know you have a couple in Europe or whatnot, but that's just always hard. But like, I've always never, I never understood. Take the NHL, for example. I've never understood how someone would be like, oh, this is my team, but oh, my second team is this team. I'm like, oh, cool. So you have... Two teams that could win you the Stanley Cup. That's that's fun. Because to me, where's the excitement in that? Where's the struggle? Where's the... To me, you're losing meaning when you give yourself a second team. And that's just where I say it. Now, again, with Andre... Um, uh, yeah, Andre, you have two teams there. But you have Ch Chattanooham and Arsenal. Realistically, those guys are never going to play each other. I mean, I think you, ho you would hope one day. I guess you would have that problem. But <laughs> it's oh, just yeah. something I, I don't agree with. But... I think with I think with the soccer, it's a lot easier for having one in Europe and one in Canada because the only way these two could ever play in a meaning game is they both have to win European or 
The Sony has to win Champions League. Ottawa has to win CONCACAF Champions League. And then meet in the Club World Cup. That is the only way this is going to happen. <laughs> the steps you have to take for both of those to happen. They're basically in two different worlds, right? So... Oh, yeah, yeah real, real, <laughs> realistically, I mean, you know what? It would be kind of cool, though, to see just maybe like a couple friendlies. We And we could see stuff like that, you know, in, in the oh, very yeah, yeah, near a future. cool. Yeah. I mean, there could be, theoretically, there could be a Club World Cup scenario. So oh, they're expanding it, right? So who knows? I mean, please not put me in a bad mood today. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all we're going to talk to Paul about. Be like, Paul, so. Club World Cup. What do you since think? We're, since we're going? talking about me, I would like to throw my opinion out there that I actually oh. like the idea of expanding the World Club World Cup. Now I understand it's a problem for the no players. <laughs> I understand it's a problem for the players, but I'm actually, I actually I, don't mind it. I'm for, I'm for it as well. I'm with Michael because I think it needs it because it's so no one gives you shit now. So like, and to me, it's the only chance you're gonna see Kawashima Antlers play against uh, Chivas. I will, I will say this though. I won't disagree with you there. I don't think nobody cares. I think nobody in Europe cares. Fair, but <laughs> <Pop. laughs> but then that kind of that does boil over to here because nobody over here cares. Um, which is which is shit. Like if your team won, like Toronto, we were thinking about just winning the the Champions League. The thought of like going to the Club World Cup was not even in our heads. It wasn't like oh my exactly. god, we go there. It was like oh, there's the trophy, and then nothing. I'm like oh yeah, we go to the Club World Cup after. They're like I don't know what that is. Fuck really? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of a change of pace here with some of the other questions we've got. So Michael, quick question: Can you or can you not juggle? No, fuck no. I could do two balls okay. pretty good. <laughs> so it's not really juggling though, is it? No, but I've seen people who it's can't. Gonna be, do two. It's gonna be at least three. I've, I've seen people who can't do two, and that blows my mind. What? Yeah. Hey, I, I, I mean, a juggle is a juggle, realistically, <laughs> I guess, in a sense, but. With that, with that, before we get into those other hard-hitting questions, we are going to go for a quick break. Make sure to stick around because, as you just heard, they're going to get real serious really quickly. So don't go anywhere. Attention, ladies with a lad or lads with nads. Lads, it's 2023. It's time to clean up those neck beards and keep the bush stashed away with your dad's old magazine collection from the 70s. We at FC13 have joined the next wave of the shaving revolution and would like to thank today's sponsor for the show, Manscaped, for their excellent quality, performance, pricing, and customer service. How do we know about said service, you ask? Well, after graciously sending us some products to try out and holding the products right here in my hands to talk about, I can now fully say I back both my boys and my beard with the Perfect Package 4.0 and the new Beard Hedger for beard trimming. Not only will the long-lasting battery life keep you looking clean consistently, but the waterproof technology on Manscaped devices allow for a quick and clean shave anywhere. Personally, I'm a big fan of the skin-safe technology on the lawnmower, really allowing you to get at any nooks and crannies without worry of slicing up sensitive parts or fire crotch from razor burn. With already being an owner of the Lawnmower 2.0 and Manscaped doubling me up, I'll never have to worry about cleaning up my neck and nads again. You won't ever have to worry about any more scrapes and cuts on your... Of course, this opportunity wouldn't be available without our amazing listeners, and you can now support the show and the safety of your skin by using code FC13 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the episode. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Again, thanks so much, Manscaped, for sponsoring today's episode. We really appreciate it. But with that, let's jump back into the hard-hitting questions. Um, obviously, Michael, you talked about your juggling experience. What is the weirdest one-off skill that you have? Oh, I can show you. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is fantastic audio content, lads. <laughs> this is a YouTube exclusive. YouTube exclusive. No, I, I could do shit with my tongue. That's about it. <laughs> it was. It was. It was quite weird and interesting. Make sure to follow us on YouTube. Gene Simmons was an idol of mine as a kid. I was, was going to say Michael Gene Simmons McCall here. Yeah, he was an idol of mine as a kid, and uh, I practiced that tongue thing every night, type thing. Unfortunately, I was a kid. So I didn't try it on anyone, but <laughs> yeah, you know what? This is you know what this is perfect because the next question I had down was, uh, "What's your sort of favorite genre of music, and um, do you have a favorite artist or band?" Uh yeah, I have. I always say my favorite solo artist was Phil Collins, and my favorite band's Kiss. Um, I traveled. My first time I went to England was actually to see Phil Collins reunion, uh, or comeback tour, and I've seen Kiss a couple times as well, front row type stuff. Um. I'm a big fan of those too. But when I, my, my music though is all over the place. I pretty much listen to everything. Um, like I love some Frank Sinatra up to Eminem, you know, like I'll listen to it all. I feel like once you get past a certain age, if you like just stick to one genre, it's just weird. Like yeah. once you get past a certain age, if you're just like, yeah, I only listen to rock music or I only listen to folk music, like that's just weird. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, you, if, you like stick, if you stick to like, this is all I will ever listen to, like you've just committed yourself, That is that is a bit weird. Yeah, I don't know how people could do that over the I age of like. I also love Toby Keith. Eighteen shows my oh, nice. as well. I like Toby Keith. Fair, yeah. fair. If you had, <clears throat> okay, I'll get. I'll do this. I'm gonna do this one from from Simon here. One place in Canada that you have never been to but would like to go to. Probably Vancouver. Just you know the idea that they don't really get winters, <laughs> but yeah, uh, when um, they do, it's a fucking shit show. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, probably Vancouver, just probably the biggest city in Canada I haven't been to. You know, I've been to Quebec, Montreal, I've been out east a couple of times. I've been, I've never really been anywhere out west, but uh, I'd probably put Vancouver on there. You'd love you'd love the west of Canada. No, I'm sure I would. So it, it, it is fantastic. And yeah, Vancouver or whatever I've been, it's just rains. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've heard when it doesn't rain, it's meant to be really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Well, you got the, the the really beautiful pink trees there. Pink trees, oh, okay. Well, yeah, the, the cherry blossoms. All that. Well, uh, Toronto, Toronto gets a lot of cherry blossoms as well, actually. Do you? Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Cherry blossoms are not uh, they're not a warm climate thing. They just blossom most in the warmer climates. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, fun fact. Useless fact. I've got. Fun fact. Don't, so, Michael, for my next one, don't worry about your answer here. You're, you're amongst friends. Um, what is your favorite part of doing the podcast, and what would you say is the most challenging? Chuck- big boys don't worry oh my favorite part is just you know talking soccer with the boys you know like um especially with canadian soccer you don't have a lot of people here to talk about all the time i mean i got my brother but that's about it like my dad he doesn't care for it i, I don't want to say he doesn't care for it he understands the importance but he's not gonna go out of his way to watch it mm-hmm. um same mm-hmm. for most of my friends um so really it's you guys and my brother that i always talk this stuff to it's why i always send you guys like messages when i see a big transfer coming into the league i'm like oh shit here it is um, I get excited for that type of stuff. I love it. And uh, to sit down on the podcast every uh, every week and talk about the news or whatever it is, like, um, I just, it's obviously why we do it because we love doing what we're doing. We love talking yeah. about it. Um, the thing I hate, though, it's got to be the time commitment. <laughs> it's it's honestly the yeah. same thing. <laughs> it's 
I guess not so much a time commitment because we do we people who may not know this we split a lot of time into this week in and week out, um, and sometimes it's hard when you're balancing your social life, your family life, your work life, your and then you you got to squeeze this in here and there. Like at times, there's some weeks where I'm just like I don't want to fucking do this right now, but you know you you I know you guys rely on me, so I push through. I get through my negative emotions, and we get a good fucking podcast going. I think we all feel that from time to time as well. And I'll admit that I probably don't help because, like, um, ladies and gentlemen, these two live in the same time zone and I don't. So I'm the, I'm the odd one out in terms of making things difficult. I, I, I'm sure you find it too. You're like, I just don't. I'm not feeling it today. And then you get into it and you're like, nah, I'm good. No, I feel like you can't shut up. It's like waking yeah. up to get into work. You're like, I don't want to do this. But as soon as you're at work, you're like, I, this is, I don't care. Like, I, I'm here, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this is life. So. What would you, if you if you saw yourself in five years going down the same pathway, what would be your ideal outcome? Like, what would be the most ideal thing for you? Doesn't have to even be realistic. That I take from the podcast. That you take from the podcast. Um, to have a steady a steady base of fans where we can be like, you know what, a, a good chunk of people. I think we already have a good steady base and uh, making money or not, <laughs> making money or not, it's not important. It's giving us the opportunity to. Keep Especially you. <laughs> it, it gives us it gives us um it gives us an opportunity to uh to keep doing what we're doing and gives us uh, opportunities to go to the finals and I'd love to be able to do more of those a year. Go to the finals. Go to Canada games together. Go to whatever it is we can. Um, I I just want to be successful at it. Like I I want when people listen to us, I don't want them to think you know these guys are half assy. We put everything we are into it and. In five years, I'd love to see us still going strong and continuing to learn and continuing to build on what some of we've already built. So that's a lovely answer. Thank yeah, you. I think we're all probably saying the same. And <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I speak for me, I'm sure I speak for me here when I say um, I hope the final next year is in BC or Alberta. <laughs> Dude, and I'll be hoping for Ottawa once again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I I'm cool with it wherever. Um, just. Maybe not Hamilton again. Not Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I actually have nothing against Winnipeg. I just have to hate on them because that's just the Canadian way. It's just the most inconvenient for all of us because it's like right in the middle. So it's the longest collective journey from us as a group. Right, probably. Uh, and it's like, don't worry, Quebec. If you guys had it too, we would, we would be saying this about you. But <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go to Quebec City. Uh, yeah, you said that once. <laughs> You know what though? I, I'd actually I'd find a little bit more joy going there than having to like go to Montreal again. So, it's it is fair in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, what? No, got, um... this is this is one. And, and Paul, you'll go first because I've got one, and I think I know the answer to. But I want to see if I can tweak the question a little bit. Yeah, sure. So, mine's was um, I'm gonna do like the sort of like negative bit first and the positive bit afterwards. So, um, what's your biggest? low from watching football and your biggest high like not you personally just like in terms of like what you've watched from your team sort of thing oh, i don't mean like you've had a heart attack watching a game you know <laughs> i mean well, I, don't I don't know that overall that would be a pretty big low i think there's not a lot i mean if you won <laughs> there's not a lot of people in any fucking soccer world that could say they saw their team go back to back relegation um that was hard uh i mean relegation is one thing and you go down to division three this and then also you have newcastle who got promoted you you went down the first time and then you're hoping to come back up and be play them again and then like no you're going back down it's um i don't know if anything tops that back to back relegation fuck 
I don't know. Bro, our big is high. God. I've never screamed the way I did when Alfonso Davies scored at the World Cup. Um, That's got to be one of them. Yeah. Uh, watching Canada beat the U.S. in person. I was at that game when we won uh, 2-0 in Toronto. I was at that game. And that that is a top five all-time sports moments for me. Uh, fuck. I got a couple highs, you know. It's... That's, again, it's what the it's the sport. It's the love of the sport. Um, I have some middle ground too. You know, Ottawa Fury going to the finals against New York Cosmos. Going to that game was amazing, a great experience. Even though we lost, great experience. I wouldn't take it back. Going to the finals against you uh, against Forge in in Ottawa, like that was so so important for this soccer team to succeed in that city. I I just can't wait to see what they build on it. That's yeah. That's actually. Those are big ones. I mean, that last one too, especially for Ottawa, mm-hmm. like that was huge. I mean, you know, fans of us, anyone listening, you you didn't you didn't get to see the joy in his face um, <laughs> the entire fucking weekend. Yeah, the entire weekend. It didn't go. It didn't like, go. I, like we really felt like we were a part of something that weekend. Yeah, it was that was huge. Mine, mine's a, a little bit of a tweak of Simon's question because uh, I, I I like this one, but specifically for you, with the exception of Hutchinson. What's one Canadian men's national team veteran you'd want to see in the CPL? Oh, you dick. <laughs> I read Simon's question. I was like, oh, I'll just send that question. Um, I, that's exactly why I wanted to ask yeah. you because I saw that and I was like, you. And then I'm like, get you rid know, of Hutchinson. You know what? I'm actually a little disappointed Ricketts didn't give it a go. I've, I've, never, oh, been a big, yeah. I've never been a big Ricketts fan, but you know what? A name like him for one year in the CPL, why the hell not? Um, but another one I'd like to see. I'm trying to think realistically as well. You know what? Fuck it. I won't go with Junior Hoylet. He's such a big name. He's, and he's someone who I could literally see him being like, you know what? One year. I could see him doing it. I'm not saying he will. So people who's listening to this be like, he's a fucking moron. I'm not, relax. I'm not saying he's going to. But I could see it being a possibility when he's like 36, 35 years old. Why the fuck not? Yeah, I mean, I, I would have said Stefan Eustachio. <laughs> Real. <laughs> He's t- oh, I mean, maybe maybe in like 15 years I'd be like shut us up his brother's involved with York so yeah like when he gets to like 37 or something that's that is, that is a good point yeah you, assuming his brother doesn't get fired his brother used to play <laughs> moves with, on um, to something else his brother used to play with Oliver Fury as well there you go yeah. I've never I seen mean, a stalker's name first called up to Canada I'm like I'm sorry what this, where the fuck <laughs> then I looked into it I'm like oh okay, that makes sense different one <laughs> different one there's two <laughs> So with that, Paul, unless you have any more, I think that's Yeah. I think that maybe yeah, I think that's it for me there. Beauty. Well, honestly, uh I really appreciate that for uh letting us grill you there, Michael, for a bit. That's one, one of the for. things that I, I want to do at the end there is is for you to kind of send us off with something else that you like to do more in your spare time. Like what else you like to do outside of football on the podcast? Because at the end of the day, that's kind of what everybody knows about us. And you know what? What's what's a little bit more? What do you like to do outside of it? I'm all, I'm Where do you live? What's your address? <laughs> what's your social security number? Damn it! You stole my joke, Andre. Fuck you! <laughs> I was gonna leave that for you two, you dick. Um, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm actually gonna come away from sports in general because the easy answer would be like, oh, when I'm not watching Ottawa or something, I'm watching the Leafs, you know. But I'm gonna come away from sports in general, and you know what? I'm a big I'm a big movie guy. I have a, a lot of people. If you don't see us, obviously, I have a whole sleeve. Filled with movie references up my arm. Um, so I'm a big movie guy. I'm a big uh, 
TV guy, and one of my favorite things, a part of every day, especially my work days, is coming home, having dinner with my girl, and watching TV together. I get excited for that when it's like 10 in the morning, and I just not want to be at work anymore. <laughs> Other than that, you know, I'm, I'm a, I, I like the game, I like to chill. I'm honestly, I'm just such a, I'm such a guy that goes with the flow. Fuck, I, anything relaxing, or you want to go on a hike, I'll go on a hike. You know, I'll do anything for a quick buck. Well. With that, give yourself a little bit of, of shameless self-promotion. Tell us where we can find you on social media. Tell us where we can find you if you possibly do a streaming thing. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> where 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 can they kind of kind of find you, help out any of your hobbies? Um, you, you can find me on Twitter. I'm going to call me Michael. And um, I, haven't, I haven't streamed in a while. Fuck, I should get back on that. I should try to anyways. But you can find me at Pretzel King on Twitch. Beauty. Pretty beauty. Well, with that, we really want to thank again Manscaped for sponsoring the episode. If you want, use our code FC13 for 20% off uh, and free shipping. It's actually combinable with other discounts they have on the site. We really love it. Um, I mean, Michael's effectively growing himself out right now just so we can use it to its full effect, right? That's kind of where we're at right now. So thanks so much, guys, for sponsoring it. Thanks so much for sticking around. Really appreciate it. But stick around, too, because we're going to be going in to some of the other McCrew and finding out exactly what makes them tick. And remember, watching the FC13 podcast and listening to the FC13 podcast is like watching football through a microwave.